0: What's up everybody, welcome to another episode of the TSK Show, I'm your host, Eric the Duke Sports Sklar, I'm joined by my co-host Tyler Picholke, what's up TP, how you living man? TP featuring two Eric's baby,
1: oh my <laughs> 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 that's what's up two, two Eric's acts. what's going two on Eric's,
0: guys two, two <laughs> Eric's <laughs> two episodes in a row yeah all right before we start thank you so much for listening everyone be sure to follow at TSK show on Facebook Twitter and Instagram if you want to find myself or Tyler on Twitter be sure to follow us at the Duke of Sports and at Tyler's underscore world underscore all of our content can be found on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts just type in keyword TSK show. Check us out on Anchor as well. Anchor.fm slash TSK show. Or just download the Anchor app for your iPhone or Android. Uh, so what we're going to start doing now uh, is making the NFL power rankings presented by the Cup Barbershop and our picks of the week for each week its own episode. Yeah. Uh, so this is going to be...
1: This is good. I don't. We don't feel rushed. Yeah. No. We Dive can, in a little deeper.
0: Yeah. We're going to give you guys... Uh, A full breakdown of each matchup every week. We'll go over each team. Tyler's going to predict what he thinks the betting line is going to be for the game. Uh, And I will tell him whether Vegas has the same line or if Vegas has a different line. Uh, We're going to tell you what key fantasy players to look out for uh, in each game. Who's injured? Who's going to be playing that was injured the week before? uh, All of that. It's kind Uh, of
1: an overall matchup overview yeah Uh,
0: and then as well as picking who we think is going to win each game as we add up how many picks we've gotten right and wrong uh like we've been doing all season uh tough week for me last week (laughs) (laughs) uh but like like tyler said we got two erics in the building uh we got our good friend eric walsingham joining us again two episodes in a row uh we appreciate you sticking around man Uh, we appreciate your time uh we didn't get a chance to talk about it in the first episode because i think we wanted to save it more for just the football mm-hmm. uh
2: episode that's definitely how we planned it <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> don't let anyone tell yeah. you that, so
0: you were at lambeau field uh this past weekend for green bay packers versus your favorite team the miami dolphins uh, the team from South Beach going to the the brisk cold. Uh, the that tundra is, of the Green Bay. The that, that is the... The frozen cheese land. Uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin. Uh, what was your experience like at Lambeau Field? I want to hear all about it. So the floor is yours, sir.
2: Yeah, so uh, so the background of this story is that uh, both my parents are from Wisconsin. Oh, okay. So they're diehard Packer fans. So, oh, so this
0: is a, this is a rivalry thing going yeah, on. Yeah, so
2: so it's my parents are Packer fans and uh, my sister is a Packers fan. So I'm the. Uh, so you're the black sheep. I'm the aqua sheep of the family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> aqua sheep, I like that. Um, but uh, we they go to a Packers game every single year, and uh, this year it was uh dolphins yeah. packers in green bay so that's all it was at once every 6 to 8 years right they they normally won't go to lambo if the game is like in past, the later part of the year past oct like mid october basically <laughs> um but i convinced them to go this time so we made the we me and my wife made the trek out to green bay to watch the God, dolphins it, get spanked by the packers so no. <laughs> It was. I mean, the
1: field's got to be just crazy. Kind of just a crazy energy in the in the place.
2: I mean, all it comes down to is like, you know, you're playing an Aaron Rodgers-led Packers team. For most yeah. teams in the NFL, your odds aren't good <laughs> playing on that <their laughs> home yeah. turf. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. So, so what I looked at it as was just kind of a bucket list thing, for be sure, be to be able to yeah. go to the hollowed grounds of I Lambeau. I
1: think it's the number one stadium in the league. Oh, it's, in the NFL for sure.
2: It's. Here, the the thing about it is that like there's two different things at play. One is that Lambeau Field is like they've upgraded a little bit, mm, but it's yeah. still got like its original bones. Yeah, and there's things about it that are just like. The stadium should have been condemned. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <ago.
1: laughs> that's, that's, I should have clarified, too. That's the, the, I definitely believe that because I, I feel like it's the lore and the history. Yeah, it's, it's, like, not, Fenway, yeah. it's like Fenway Park. It's, it's not, like old Yankee Stadium. Yeah, it's, it's like right. Dodger Stadium. It's not the most up-to-date, most modern. You know, the Dallas Cowboys is what I think of in that regard. Yeah.
0: Or even the Minnesota Vikings'
1: new stadium. Yeah, yeah. The, the Raiders' one looks, looks super dope. The Rams' but. one's going to be let lambo though that's that's got to be the number one stadium i would want to go to
2: yeah i mean it was like walking up it's like it's just kind of surreal like every single person like the stadium is in the middle of like a residential neighborhood so So there's houses literally across the street from the stadium and they all have like all these signs and stuff on their fences and like mannequins they dress like packers i just
1: just know how you know i've gone to games in la and games in seattle and how like drastically different it is you know as far as like like in seattle there's no other jerseys you know yeah were were you
0: decked out in dolphin stuff
1: oh yeah i gotta assume it just a sea of green and yellow that's like all of you see forever there,
2: uh I actually saw a decent amount of uh, Dolphins, Dolphins fans. fans there. Oh, that's good. I, I think it's probably it rare. Is a bucket list. Yeah, exactly. Right yeah. Well, that's kind of right. that's kind of right. what
0: happened. That's kind of what happened when Green Bay came to LA. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Green Bay basically took over the Coliseum. Green Bay, I
1: think, travels well. Definitely. For I think sure. They, uh, they have like yeah, they're
0: they're one of the national brands.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, we. Uh,
2: it was just like it's it's so much fun too, just having the Midwest experience because like my, uh, my dad, a couple of his buddies brought RVs up. Oh and, wow. And, um, so we're sitting on this one <laughs> RV, like hanging out. And it's like these like Midwestern guys who go hunting every weekend. And like, that's yeah. just not yeah. been my yeah. life. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but they're yeah, all, we're,
1: we're out in here in North Hollywood. They're, they're <laughs> out there. They're all killing sitting, their dinner. <laughs> they're all,
2: they're all sitting in the RV just like talking about, uh, talking about hunting. But they're also drinking like twisted teas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they're just like Midwest guys. Life's just like, a little slower. Oh my god, he hit this buck with, that <laughs> with a shot of the rifle. And uh. The thing wasn't dead; he had to blow its head off. There's blood everywhere. Hey, can you give me another twisted tea? <laughs> twisted tea, man. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, it was. It was just like such a cool, like unique yeah. experience, and. Yeah. We went and got lunch at the stadium, uh, like just before, uh, or the day before the game. Mm. And, uh, we like walk into this place. It's packed. People are there watching the Wisconsin Penn state game. Oh man. They have all these guys dressed up as, uh, the Acme Packers <laughs> and they like Ugh. walk around and take pictures with people. And it's like, kind of like walking into like FAO shorts in New York, like, on christmas you yeah know, like, yeah, you know?
1: yeah yeah it's got a theme it's like a it's like a it's it a just attraction. like energizes you yeah it's, would, a, it's the whole crazy. mystique yeah yeah for sure what do they have any crazy like cheese dish or any like signature food there
2: well um they're like midwest is like big like they're into like brats and like sausages and stuff because yeah. they like literally just Kill the animals in their yeah, backyard. Yeah, yeah. um, <laughs> all right. All but right. Uh, my dad is from Ellsworth, Wisconsin, which is the cheese curd capital of Wisconsin. Oh, cheese fuck. curds. Yeah, I love cheese curds. They I actually, love cheese curds. They sell Ellsworth cheese curds in Ralph's out here. They say. They say. Wow. So we're stopping there on it. the way it. home. <laughs> get yeah,
1: they say. Uh, they say cheese curds is what ruined OJ Mayo's career. Oh, No, he got <laughs> traded. He, he got traded to the Milwaukee. Oh, no. He got traded to the Milwaukee Bucks, dude, and gained like 25 instantly. Oh, man. And uh, I forget who it was. The NBA player posed to be like he's he's on that Wisconsin cheese curd diet, man.
2: Oh my god, cheese curds, man. Poor OJ. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there.
1: That was, you know, that was it. That was the final straw, man. The cheese curds.
2: Oh man, I. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, like that, especially <laughs> that kind of food, it just sits in your stomach oh, dude. like a rock. I love,
1: I love the picture of OJ when he's overweight in Milwaukee because oh, I, oh dude, it's so. I bad. legitimately think cheese curds
2: because the that comment <laughs> is like, oh, he moved to Milwaukee and got fat. <laughs> you know, just imagine me eating two steaks and a bowl of cheese curds <laughs> before <laughs> the game. <laughs> oh my God, Somebody, but yeah, so was, uh, overall
0: grade. For your your trip to Green Bay, Wisconsin,
2: I'll, I'll give it an A minus. A the, minus because the Dolphins can out yeah you can't give it okay yeah all you right. can't give it an A
1: with with the Dolphins loss, but A minus that's respect. It was,
2: right. I mean it was like you like you spend all you take all these trips growing up to like museums and stuff, but that's like yeah the like the museum you go that's to the, as an adult yeah that's the cha- that's the championship <laughs> yeah. museum
1: title Town
0: yeah. All right, let's jump right into it. Yeah. Tyler, why don't you give us the power rankings presented by the Cup Barbershop real quick? Just run it down one through ten. Um, and then we'll go over why each team is where when we talk about their games.
1: Yeah, for the most part, it's not a lot of changes. Um, obviously, New England lost, So there's a little change at the top. Um, but number one, I got the Saints. Number two, I got the Rams. Then the Chiefs, Chargers, Patriots. Uh, number six is the Steelers then the Vikings, Texans, Panthers, Packers.
0: All right. So that's 1 through 10. Um so before before we go through the games, Tyler, you you said you had a had a tough week this week.
1: Yeah, I did. I went 6 and 8. Ooh. 6 and 8. 8, eight games wrong. That's rough. That's rough. That's <laughs> just like what the fuck am what, I thinking? What happened, man? I don't know, man. I don't know. That was that I w- I'd been doing good, so good. Yeah, so um, what's your I'd had a i had ai had a great like last three weeks and then six and eight last week. Was what's total. your what's your overall record now? Eighty eight and sixty. So I gotta be a good chunk behind you now.
0: So I went nine and five this past week. Yeah. So I did pretty well.
1: Cause you were up three games, so I'm now, now you got to be up six games. I'm ninety five and fifty three. Seven
2: games now. Yeah. So were you just putting hot takes out there last week to try and catch him, or dude? I I'm
1: telling you, man. These the, the fucking the the Patriots, <laughs> the the Seahawks always get me. The the Redskins are always getting me. I don't. The Vikings are always getting me. These Oh, you hate the Vikings. There's certain. Yeah. I it's sometimes picking winner. Like it's I a, can I can bet with my mind, but when it comes to just picking someone, I just, like go with my heart dude
0: i wish i'd gone to vegas this year with this record
1: yeah, yeah. that's that's yeah. good yeah all right so, so first first game thursday night football yeah um, we just talked about it green bay and seattle um my favorite matchup in the nfl um if i could pick two teams to watch these would be it uh, it's always always dramatic um fail mary you know playoff appearances another one you know the matt hasselbeck calling uh yep we're gonna take the ball we're gonna score you know and then oh, throwing yeah. throwing the
2: pick six <laughs> uh who <laughs> was yeah. that al harris picked yeah that off. al yeah. harris
1: yeah yeah they had they had uh the two they had two corners of dreads mike mckenzie yep yeah yeah and al Harris. they had those long dreads that corner um but yeah so this is the first game um i'm excited that it's on thursday night because it's all, it'll be the only thing that's on yep um and, you know, obviously I got to I got to go with my my team, this, the Hawks at home. Yeah, no, I'm, I think
0: uh, I think the Hawks uh, coming off uh, a pretty devastating
1: loss. Devastating is the word of this season, man. It's like this season, it's it's like uh, if we were just losing a bunch, it'd be almost easier. It's it sucks watching us be a good football team, be in games and lose them.
2: Yeah, I feel like Seattle's like, in the weirdest spot I've ever seen yeah. a team because, like, it seemed like they were about to rebuild. Well, But they have the quarterback yeah, there, and yeah. they have been good. Yeah,
1: well, what, uh, what Pete Carroll is, uh, I think his main, like, coaching philosophy is competition. Um, he th- that's what we did when we went to the – made the first couple Super Bowl runs is we had a bunch of people no one had ever heard of. Um, we were, you know, the jobs were open. If you, if you came in, you competed every day, you won the starting jobs. Um, that's how people like Sherman and Cam Chancellor and Russell Wilson um, became the players that we are. So this year coming in, we had a similar scenario, uh, which was why I was, you know, big on, on the team this year. And we hired a coach, um, our, our offensive coordinator that, from, the, from the Colts, that is a running football team. You know what I mean? And, and the first two weeks we came out, we lost the first two games, and I said we got to run the football on first down. Got to run the football on second down. Now you got down. the number
0: one rushing offense in the league.
1: And since that, since that, uh, after those first two weeks, we've led the, led the league in rushing. And I think uh, against the Packers, being able to keep Aaron Rodgers off the field. Because we're in Seattle, I think that we'll, the run game will work, um, feeding off the energy, and that's going to be the main reason why. Um, also, Green Bay is kind of banged up right now. Yeah, I mean, Green, Green
0: Bay's kind of banged up right now, but I think that um, with the way the Hawks lost, uh, it might be tough for them to recover. Uh, they had a chance to win the ball game against the Rams with, uh, after the two-minute drill, yeah. or after the two-minute warning, excuse me. Um, and I think Aaron Rodgers, uh, he's, gonna, he's gonna find a way.
1: I mean, in the game before that, we lost on the very last game, of the uh, the very last play of the game. And untimed down. Yeah. So it's 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 been it's been some heartbreaking losses, but I think they're still uh they're still okay and will be able to man, you know, salvage the season with the run game. Yeah.
0: So who are who are some fantasy players you have to to
1: watch
2: out for in this game?
1: The Seahawks running backs. I think they got to be the play uh this week, but not Chris Carson.
2: But uh don't you think they maybe have like not enough food to go around in that and that situation? I think right now
1: uh Mike Davis and Brashard Penny um are decent plays. I think Mike Davis is the one you play. Uh, get more volume. Yeah, and I I would stay away from Carson this week because we What don't, about Penny? We, we don't. That's what uh, he was the other one I said. Oh, Pe- sorry, Penny okay. and Mike Davis. Okay. But I'd stay away from Carson just because he's dealing with injuries, um, and we don't need him to. You know, we'd rather him get healthy and come back strong. Um, and Devonte Adams, I think, is going to have a monster game. Yeah, uh, he's good, man. Yeah, he he's just like the only. You know, Randall Cobb's banged up. They really need him to play. Um, Jimmy's banged up. Rodgers is banged up. Um, so I think Devontae Adams is just, like, their best player, their best weapon on offense. And, you know, Aaron Jones came off a great game, but I really think the offense, you know, if I'm Seattle, I'm keying on Devontae Adams. You know, Rodgers to Devontae Adams.
0: Yeah, that's that's the matchup Seattle definitely has to look out for. Um, so this game is in Seattle. What do you think the betting line is for this game?
1: I think they gave Seattle six and a half. I think I think they got they gave uh Seattle plus six and a half.
0: So it's actually Seattle minus two and a half.
1: They got Seattle winning?
0: Yeah. Seattle minus At two home and, field and a half advantage. Home field advantage.
1: Yeah, damn, that's crazy. I just think because uh, you know, the styles of play of Vegas would would go uh go
2: on the opposite. I think Thursday night games. Especially oh. Green Bay going all the way to Seattle, um, it, those games are always so hard to predict, man. Like yeah. I did not think last week that the Panthers were going to get the shit kicked out of them. Like yeah, that. I mean the yeah, short yeah. the
0: short week always always seems to to fuck over one team.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's always it's always <laughs> an ugly game. It's never it's always tough to uh, to predict, and there's always one fantasy monster game
0: yeah I mean Big Ben yeah. gave me 35 every, every Big Ben sing- gave me 35.8 Thursday night
1: every single week there's like one guy uh that gets 30. yeah um yeah. and then uh yeah so I mean I got I got Seattle winning that game
0: I got Green Bay winning that game who do you got winning Eric
1: I got Seattle all right yeah, home, home field we're gonna two be two to one we're gonna be 500 six games left I'm mad at it. my relatives. Listen, Tyler. This <laughs> yep.
0: This week is very important for you to try and catch up to me. So,
1: yeah, and I'm I'm going to go with the home team. I'm, the home team's going to take me there. Yeah, that's we'll see.
2: The, that uh that Seattle uh home field advantage too is something yeah, else.
1: It's and November December used to be our months. Um, for sure. We've had it we had a brutal gauntlet of games um playing both the playing both the LA teams. Um, now we're playing Green Bay, and then we travel to Carolina. Um, is our four games in November? So Shit. we're only yeah. half. We're only halfway through. It's <laughs> been two heartbreaking losses um, to the Chargers and Packers, or Chargers and Rams. But we're still all right. Um, so the next game go over. Uh, we got Dallas headed to the dirty, dirty, uh, playing the Falcons. Uh, both teams are four and five. Um, luckily, uh, the way the NFC is going, both teams are still in it. Yeah. Um so this can really uh turn a season for the worst for one of these teams. I think And really uh, turn a I season think, around. Yeah, uh, I think that's I think this game is going to be m- uh, more affected on the loser. You know, I oh. think getting to 5 and 5 doesn't really mean much. Right. You know what I mean? Cuz you can still really fuck that up. But going to 4 and 6, that's like that looks really
2: tough. Oh, for um, sure.
1: pushing forward.
2: I think it would be uh I think the Cowboys could find a way to be, like, less fatalist about it just because their division is still yeah, wide yeah, open. Yeah, yeah I think, whereas Atlanta only has the wild card. I think if Atlanta doesn't win this game, like, that's There's, it. For is them. That, oh, this this yeah. is a
0: must-win for Atlanta, and yeah. I, I have Atlanta winning this game. Yeah, yeah. They're, ho- they're at home.
1: The thing is, is it's been really, really hard to predict Dallas. Oh, dude. Um, they look It's great. been hard to predict Atlanta as well. Dallas looks like a great – football team a playoff football team and then they look like one of the worst teams in the league um but they're they're more healthy uh Sean Lee is out but Atlanta's got both of their starting guards are hurt uh Levitre and Fusco um and Devonte Freeman um so they're banged up they're kind of one-dimensional right now which is the only reason why I think Atlanta's a little susceptible to the loss uh but I still got Atlanta winning this game yeah
2: I got uh I got Dallas Got Ooh. Dallas on the road. Ooh.
1: Dude, and they could go in there and spank him. They you know really I mean? could. Because if Ezekiel is running the ball behind that offensive line and, and Atlanta can't get on the field, the only thing Atlanta has going for them is their passing game. Atlanta should they have beat Washington. Have, they don't have a rushing uh, attack like they used to, and their defense isn't as effective as it used to be, um, which yeah. makes me sad because Dan Quinn's you know out there coaching them. But
2: Yeah, I just like uh, – I don't love that Falcons D and – the other thing is, obviously, Julio Jones is one of the hardest players to defend Touchdown against. two weeks in a row. Touchdown. Finally got in. Thank God. Now he's on a roll. But now, now I think Byron Jones has been having a hell of a year playing corner for yeah. Dallas. So yeah. Yeah. I think if you have somebody who... You're not going to shut him down completely because he's Julio Jones. But, yeah. like, if yeah. you have somebody who can, like, yeah. go toe-to-toe to toe with him and get some shots in on him, you like... You just can't let him beat you. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? he, he can make some big plays,
1: and he can even find the end zone, but you can't let him beat you. But you know? the problem, the problem, problem is... problem he can throw up 200 receiving yards.
0: But the, but the problem is, even if you do shut down Julio Jones, you got two guys on the other side who are capable of putting up at least 100 each Well, and that, in and that, Calvin Ridley and Muhammad Sanu. And yeah. that's
1: why Atlanta, that's what Atlanta hangs their hat on, but... You know, they have to they have to have that rolling or they're or they're not gonna win. For sure. It's a it's a contrasting style this game. I mean For sure. it's a team that's they it's Matt Ryan's arm and it's it's the offensive line and Zeke, you know? Yeah. And so whoever can control the ball, um Atlanta uh, can't or uh, Dallas can't get down early because if they're yeah. if they're forced to throw, they're not gonna win. Yeah.
2: Yeah. If it uh if it starts going south early for the Cowboys, that's – That's uh, the
1: only problem when you're running football team with Seattle. You have to keep it within seven to ten points because if they get up by more than that and you're forced to throw, you're yeah. you're done. And yeah. you
2: have to commit, which I think was the problem early in the season for Dallas was that they were not committed to Zeke. And, uh, which is la- stupid, right? It's idiotic. But <laughs> I think last week Garrett hopefully woke up because – I hope so. I mean, the Eagles are a tough team to run on, too. No, absolutely. He, they have one of the best fronts in football. Yeah. Um,
1: but this Dallas offensive line is special. They really are. They're, they're a great – one of the best groups I've seen um, in my life, for sure. And Zeke is a special talent. I mean, he's that dude is a freak. He's, he's right in the same breath as as Gurley yeah. and Gordon and, and Kamara and, you know, and Saquon, and these guys are freaks.
0: Yeah uh so any key fantasy players we need to watch out for
1: well i uh i think uh we touched on it a little bit um obviously atlanta's receivers Um, yeah that's like that's the big one for me uh i would stay away from anything in the run game as far as atlanta goes just having you know two backup linemen starting for them um i think you know that that just sounds bad um, as far as Dallas goes, obviously Zeke's a, a beast, but that's <laughs> kind of what kinda, about? Yeah, that's kind of all. You obvious. think Amari
0: Cooper has a big week?
1: I think Amari Cooper is like you know your
2: flex option guy. Okay. Um, I think maybe uh, maybe wide receiver too. I guess. I think maybe uh, Cole Beasley. He's might al- be someone to watch in this game. He's he's always like, is he going to show up? Is he not going to show yeah, up? But yeah. like, I think uh, like a De- they're DeChange. probably going to have Desmond Truffaut on uh, on. Uh, Amari, I would think, which is going to be a tough match. Desmond Trufant. Oh yeah, Trufant. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's my dog. That's yeah. Tacoma, Washington, my man. I was like, he did not just put the French, Sorry, the Frenchy man. name on my boy there.
0: No, oh, and we know how Tyler feels about the French.
1: I was feeling extremely European after <laughs> all the cheese I yeah. ate. Yeah, <laughs> that OJ Mayo diet. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, Tyler, what do you? What would you place the betting line at for this game?
1: Um. I think they gave Dallas four.
0: Well, it's Atlanta minus three and a half.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I had Atlanta. Yeah. I had Atlanta minus four. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, Basically, that, that's kind of where uh, it's a close game. It's going to be you know, cool. It's 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 going to be close. We'll we'll see what style of play who gets off. It's going to be all about the start of the game. Yep. Who gets off to the right start?
0: Yep. All right. What's the next matchup we got?
1: All right. Um, next matchup, NFC matchup. We got number nine, Carolina. Um, traveling to Detroit to kind of face a struggling Detroit team. I think this, this season's been a complete disappointment for the Lions. I 100%. They, I feel like they lost the season.
2: Yeah, it's a loss here for um, sure.
1: They lost the season here. Big-time injuries. I mean, Darius Slay, Luke Wilson, TJ Lang, Marvin Jones Jr., all questionable. Oh, geez. Um, they just got rid of Tate. Yeah, they're, that, that, they're, that to me is the biggest indication they, on why this season's over for them. One right. of, they're one of the most uh, one-dimensional teams in the league. Uh, they are true one-dimensional. I mean, Stafford's it. You know, yeah. like, carry on Johnson getting 100 yards was a fucking miracle. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that, that, like, people were celebrating this, you know. It's not they're, – they're just – they don't have anything going for them. Um, last year they had some great play out of their defensive backs. And it's just like that was their career year, you know, so they had a great they had that one great year, but they don't have anything to build around. I don't really like where Detroit's at as a franchise right now. Do you think Matt Patricia? I loved his hire. I think he's great. And I love Stafford. See, I Um, hated his hire. You know, it. It's tough to get behind the the Patriots' assistance because they're given so much glory yeah. for such minimal production.
2: But he wasn't even good as a coordinator in New England. Those yeah, defenses like sucked. Def- yeah, yeah. <laughs> People
1: just – they want him – they want the, the culture. Right. People want but, that. Yeah, they p- think, they think they he's going to bring piece, the culture. They want a
2: piece of that magic, and it never really works out. Yeah, because you don't have Tom Brady or Bill Belichick yeah, coming that, along. <laughs> exa- exactly.
1: It's not – exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I got, I got Carolina winning this game. Yeah. I, I got Carolina as a top 10 team in the league. Um, right now they're the number one wild card team, uh, in the NFC. Uh, and I think just, which is all, what
0: they were last year, right?
1: Probably. Yeah. Cause all three, they had three teams, uh, make the playoffs yeah. last year. The NFC South did. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like, they're going to advance. I like them to advance to seven and three. And be looking really strong for for a, a wild card spot.
0: Yeah, uh, who are who are the fantasy matchups you're looking out for this week?
2: Who you got? Well, run CMC. Oh yeah, all, for all sure, day, all day long. Christian Good. McCaffrey. Yeah. Christian
0: McCaffrey has been incredible
1: this year.
2: That Lions run on defense is at- atrocious.
1: I think I think uh, McCaffrey is probably like a top three, top five PPR running back. Oh yeah, hundred you know, percent. Yeah, he, he's, he's been on like, a tear too. Him and Camara, I think, are like very similar. You know, Camara's got um, a little bit more big game uh, potential, I guess, but for the most part, McCaffrey tears it up.
2: I think uh, Kenny da- Galladay's got to be a big one too, just because uh, yeah. he's the only yeah. target. I, he's the he's the he's the only one there that. The Panthers don't really have great corners, and if they get down big, they're going to be flinging it all day long. Stafford, oh, sure. Stafford's
1: going to pass the ball 50 times. At least. Um, I think Galladay – Marvin Jones Jr. is questionable, um, but I think Marvin Jones and Galladay are must starts. like these guys are going to get great production, yeah. Yeah. especially in a PPR league. Because they might not get, you know, the 100, 150, like, huge yardage games. But
0: they'll get a bunch of touches.
1: They're going to get, like – they could get six or seven catches, like, every night. And you're always going to have a chance to get the end zone. When you get that big yeah.
2: touches. I also wonder uh, what Curtis Samuel's is going to do because – if, if they can get some trick plays going with him, yeah, his line linebackers are so slow. It, <laughs> <it's> <laughs> that's funny.
1: I never, I've never picked up on the lines linebacker speed. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah, now that's all I'm going to be able to watch when I see the game. Well,
2: uh, Ke- dude, Kenyon Drake hasn't really done anything this year, and he got a 56 yard rushing touchdown on them, which he, he yeah. has home run ability like that. But I mean, the fact that he hasn't really done it this year. And he does it against the Lions, you know, yeah. like those yeah. guys are.
1: See, and I, like with, I, I don't like anything about Detroit's defense. I mean, Ezekiel Onside, is like a good, he's a good player, um, and and like I said, the safeties had great years last year, but they're not they're not those guys to do that year in and year out. Yeah. And so they're just they're just not a great football team. Right not a, not
2: if if Slay isn't a hundred percent, that defense is is in trouble for sure. Yeah. What yeah. would
1: you What would you put the line at? uh I got Carolina negative six and a half.
0: Ooh, they well, go. They're Vegas is helping out Detroit because they're at home. Yeah, it's it's Carolina minus four.
1: Okay, that's pretty close. Yeah, they yeah that's that's all right. They're Still, they're giving less Detroit than a four. touchdown. They gave Detroit four. I gave them six and a half. Yeah, that, that makes sense. A touchdown difference. Um, but yeah, Carolina is going to win that game though. for sure. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's going to be an easy one. Yeah, no, no. yeah. running away on, on the on the road or not. Um, next game, this this one's really tough. Uh, this one was really tough for me to pick a winner because um, I don't really not really sold on either one of these teams and what they are. It's uh, Tennessee traveling to Indianapolis. Mm. Um, the Colts are hot. Yes, they are. The offensive line's playing great. Lux, you know, Lux is stud um ebron's been
0: killing it this year
1: they're getting a lot out of nothing definitely yeah. in the colts luck's making that team look uh, a lot better than it that's is that's what he does though and then the titans man this team is so weird they win the they win the ugliest games the weirdest games um to go in there and beat new england to beat um, big brother they, and then they they beat they beat jacksonville early like nine six um they just oh, get that these, game was so bad they just get these weird ugly wins and uh they, they just almost scrap got them. Got one
2: against the Chargers. Yeah, they're, they just scrap them
1: out. They're they're like they're kind of similar to Dallas, where I just I don't know if this team sucks or this team is good. You know, they went to the playoffs last year, um, and they're five and four right now. So they're obviously in the mix. Um, this this divisional matchup is
0: going to be big, though. If in I have Indianapolis winning, so I think if they do end up winning,
1: they'll both be five and five. They'll both
0: be five and five uh houston's at six and three right now if if houston loses and goes to six and four yeah yeah who knows
1: no that that division's completely up for grabs um and yeah i mean it's been because w- because jacksonville fell off i mean we yeah. all kind of thought that that was uh
0: jacksonville is who we thought they were yeah they were they are the jacksonville jaguars of old
1: when you know they need they needed leonard fournette they can't their whole team was like sparked by that by that guy you yeah know what i mean it even made everything it made everything else they had worked
2: okay like can you they just made such a terrible decision to extend bortles after last year
1: <laughs> yeah because they got they got in that trap where they had a really good season so it's like like they had stay? no choice it's the decision that andy reed made that you know they should have made is like i'm gonna go you know i'm gonna let alex smith walk even though we had a good season i'm gonna go with the guy that i think is better
2: right but i mean like last year it was so obvious that that defense was just having the most incredible year ever
1: their defense is good i just think that their defense now is put into such horrible positions all the time because right. you know um once you have a four net then then they hold on to the ball the defense is fresh all the time um they're they're milking the clock Um, And Leonard Fournette is a bell cow back. It it takes all the pressure off of Bortles. And once you don't have that guy there, then your offense is getting three and outs. Your defense is stuck on the field all the time. They're going to get scored on, even though they're a great defense. Um, But it's just too bad.
0: Yeah, I mean – but let, let, let's get back to Indianapolis and, and Tennessee. We'll talk about Jacksonville in a
1: little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> She's gotten on a, a whole a- Jacksonville a- tangent. Yeah, a- AFC South, baby. Uh, <laughs> always dramatic. But, yeah, I mean, I got Indianapolis winning this game, too. I think
0: – Yeah, I'm I'm riding the hot streak
1: with them. Yeah, I think Andrew Luck and the offensive line, that's, that's going to be a good uh, formula of success for them.
2: Yeah, the Titans – I got Indy as well, but I think the Titans, like – they have some really nice pieces for the future, but I don't think that defense has really gelled yet enough to like break through that yeah. revitalized Indianapolis. Yeah, line. I agree.
1: No, the, you're, you're, yeah, right on. Uh, um, their line is where they have like good, great picks. They've taken like Jack Conklin, Taylor oh, yeah. Lewan, yep. um, those like those young pe, those young pieces that you were talking about. And then like I also like Derrick Henry and Dion Lewis as a combination of backs, even though Derrick Henry. Hasn't produced. I want to see. I want to see him get twenty carries. Yeah, uh, two t- two three games in a row. You know what I mean. I really want to see what he can do.
2: I think right now uh, they're still stuck in like the exotic Smash Mouth era. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, they see what Deion Lewis can do on a consistent basis, and, and they're it- not really. They're not really committing to Derrick Henry, and I think like his confidence is like no, for shocked sure. a little bit for I, sure.
1: I think they've mismanaged Derrick Henry. I think you really needed to give give him the shot. And then, yeah, he was a top overall pick, but you can't yeah. just give him one. You know, you can't just give him one game or or one series. You know what I mean? You have to give him an honest like twenty carries, three games, see if he can win you some games, and milk the clock. Yeah.
0: So obviously you have <laughs> Dion Lewis and Derrick Henry as some some fantasy yeah Uh, i I would stay
1: away from derrick henry still just because i don't think that the team trusts him interesting okay Um, you know i would stay away from tennessee's offense in general so i'm
2: marcus mariota is so hard to predict that's that's (laughs)
1: why this team's ugly and that's why you know and vrabel i like I, i like vrabel um but this is an ugly team they don't do anything like great they don't have anything that you can say like wins them games. They just like grind them out. They're yeah. not
2: they're not loyal to their to their skill position players at all. Like, well, I have they, Corey Davis in my one league, and it's like, can you start Corey Davis? Can you <laughs> in good no, conscience ever I, start Corey Davis? No,
1: I don't think so. I don't think you can start any of these Tennessee players outside of Deion Lewis. But what about what about on the indie side? Um, I mean, luck, luck I think is a top ten guy yeah he, you know he's one of the year the few you know elite quarterback ones out there uh and then ebron ebron and uh no not ebron jack doyle um i like jack doyle he's back and he's healthy oh yeah um, you I don't like ebron after the performance he no, just had no, no 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 i that's just not who i was trying to talk about in the oh, moment oh. I, I, not that i dislike i'm ebron. like hold on a <laughs> second but in my head i was trying to talk about uh jack doyle coming back to the road i got gotcha, you i got gotcha. you he's, he's been out so um that, that's going to be, I think their tight ends are always really, uh, play really well because T.Y. Hilton is like a big play guy. Yeah. So it's not like T.Y. Hilton's not one of these number one guys that gets like, uh, you know, a dozen targets and 10 catches. You know, he gets you four catches for 95 yards. He's the kind of the big play buster. So yeah. their tight ends, I think, are what they normally hang their hats on. Um, and I would stay away from the Colts running backs. I just don't know Mack and Hines
2: enough. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, Jarrell Casey is just like such a force inside. I don't. I don't know how much he'll affect the passing game for Indianapolis, but it's hard to start running backs against that line because of him. Just
1: when the Colts start two, Colts start two rookie uh, guards. Yeah. So I mean, not and one of them is a first-round pick. So it's not. Quinn Nelson is legit. Not not a yeah. Not that he's not a talented guy, but that's going to be a tough matchup. They have they have a mean um, front, you know, with Derek Morgan. Jarrell Casey, um, a rock po, and they got uh, Harold Landry. They're 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 stacked up up front. So um, it could be it could go any way. It, either way,
2: yeah. The, the Colts have also shown this season that they're just going to throw the ball fifty times a game, and the I hate the Titans corners. <laughs> Logan, Ryan and, Logan uh, Ryan and Butler. Yeah, Malcolm they, well, Butler Malcolm yeah. Butler's been awful this year. Yeah, dude. they just they've both gotten burned a ton of times. They just they're bringing all the New England
1: guys down. Yeah. You know, Malcolm, both those guys, Dion Lewis, Rabel. Yeah. And, I bet
0: it I bet it did feel good for Malcolm Butler though to win that game I on think, Sunday.
1: I think Tennessee and I've said definitely, this early on the definitely. show definitely. that Tennessee's one player away, like a Leonard Fournette or a Cleo Mack, what you know, those players changed the the dynamic of the team. Yeah. It's probably a, you know a, like a really dynamic receiver. They've just been trash at that position I for also so
2: long. I also see that Patriots loss is just like such a huge isolated incident because it's Vrabel used yeah, to play yeah. for Belichick. Yeah, yeah he for sure. Got a little bit of an inside. Oh, for sure. Tip on that. So no, that,
0: it's it's, twi- it's it's little brother beating up on big brother. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think that's. Uh, I'm gonna look it up, but I think that's twice now that Belichick's lost too. Yeah. Um, a, a younger brother coach. Yeah. Oh shit. Uh, was yeah, it Bill O'Brien? Was it the Texans? He lost
2: to Patricia earlier this year. Patricia, that's yeah, what it was. Patricia. Detroit.
1: Yep. And see, those are. That's a great example of another isolated incident. Yeah. Detroit is not a team <laughs> that should be should be beat. New England. Yeah. But that's how. That's how this goes. Uh.
0: So if you were to make the line for this game, what would it be?
1: Um. I had uh, Indy negative two and a half, so I felt I oh. felt like they're gonna keep it tight. But you are very close. They were gonna favor Indy. Yeah, they have
0: Indy minus two.
1: Yep, yep, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's that's where I would stay.
0: All right, the next matchup uh, you uh, got for us? Uh,
1: it's an NFC matchup. We got a uh, Tampa Bay traveling to New York. Uh, pretty lackluster game. No, honestly. I'm not uh, looking forward this to this is, game at all. <laughs> you know, Fitz Magic was Fitz Magic was amazing uh, the first three weeks of the season, but Been it's Fitz not, tragic ever since. It's not. It's not the same. I've seen. I've seen this guy have the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. My um, God.
0: When he's the starting quarterback, though, he all so the pressure is, comes with it, and
1: he just a can't a deliver. It's the like Tampa the Kanye of the NFL. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. He is. He is the man. He's awesome. But I would completely stay away from trying to guess or bet on the Bucks. Cause you just don't know what you're going to get. Do you think, who do you have winning this game though? I got, I got the giants winning, um, off a little momentum. See, this is, this is another spot where you can maybe yeah. climb, so, climb the ladder. I've, uh, I've, I've picked the bucks the last couple of weeks. Cause if it it's magic, uh, alone and they're just not winning in New York, got a win. And I think they're feeling all right.
0: Yeah. I got, I got the Buccaneers winning. Uh, I just, I think this giants win was just a fluke. I mean, look how far separated their two wins are from each other. Yeah. It's – they're they're not consistent. Their offense is very predictable. It's give the ball to Saquon or throw the ball to Odell. Yeah. Uh, Eli is obviously not who he once was. Um, and I just think with weapons like Deshaun Jackson and Mike Evans – and Fitzmagic, it's it's proven he can get the job done, but yeah, it's, it's c- if he can get the job done.
1: That's what I hate about picking this game: is they the Bucks could win by thirty. Oh yeah, <laughs> but easily. Like, but like I'm picking the Giants to win. <laughs> yeah.
2: I don't. I don't think the Bucks would have to score on every score touchdown, every possession to win by thirty with their defense. But yeah, <laughs> no. They. I mean, what's th- they could do it. I think yeah. it all depends on what Ryan Fitzpatrick shows up yeah. because that's like. Be- the whole thing has been, he can show up and fling the ball and like get close, and the defense usually screws it up for them. Yeah. But Eli Manning has struggled so much this year that that might be the medicine that the Bucks defense has needed all yeah. year long. Yeah, it's a good just,
1: a good game against Eli. Yeah, because, I mean, I feel like and-
0: I feel like Eli is just going to be throwing these lollipops, and the secondary of Tampa Bay might just have a field day.
1: Yeah, absolutely, could happen. So, yeah, I mean, this is a game that, like, fantasy-wise, I would stay away from, and betting-wise. Um, obviously, New York has the big two, Odell and Saquon. Right, and so does, so does Everyb- Tampa Bay. Everybody else I am staying away from on uh, New York other than those two. For sure. And then Tampa Bay, you can roll with D-Jack, Mike Evans, and Fitzpatrick, but even Fitzpatrick is, like, probably borderline. Iffy. Yeah, you know he's iffy, I mean? too. He's probably, like, in the 10 to 15 ranking.
2: I think if you're – I do agree with you, kind of, about staying away from Giants players. But I think if you're an owner of like Sterling Shepherd or Evan Ingram, you kind of gotta just throw them in the lineup and see what happens. Sterling because Shepard's is a good Bay play. Tampa Bay has had such a poor, such I, a poor track I'd, record all I year. I feel long. more
0: comfortable playing Sterling Shepherd than Evan Ingram.
2: Sterling Shepherd yeah. is
1: definitely a good play. He's second on the team in in targets. He he gets like yeah he, he no gets he's balls. for sure their number two. He, he gets balls every single week for sure
0: uh if you were to if you were to put the make the line for this game
1: um i think i think the betting line is going to be uh new york negative three and a half
0: well it's new york minus one okay so, so they, they think it's going to be see, even closer that's a, i hate
1: uh. when they i hate when it's minus one that's such a cop out i would uh. never i would never <laughs> say my, like one point that never well,
0: they think it's going to come down to a last second field goal and know. someone's just going to win by one I That's know. like
2: when you're on the prices, right and you just bet a dollar yeah, different. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> like, that's such a fucker move. Yeah. <laughs> God
1: damn it. Um, so, yeah, yep. Yeah, I got a. This is going to be a game where I make it up. Odell's going to have a monster game. He's going to keep riding the momentum. Um, I the hope ne- you're wrong. The next game we got, uh, I'm sure to mess this one up. Uh, we got Houston, uh, the num- number eight, Houston traveling to Washington. Uh, the face, the Redskins. And uh, the Redskins are banged up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, this, this team was playing, this team is playing really good, but Crowder, uh, Jameson Crowder, Chris Thompson, Trent Williams, uh, Quentin Dunbar, the starting one of their starting
2: corners. Yeah. The list goes on
1: all, all questionable and Houston's on a six game win
2: streak. Well, uh, Washington lost both their starting guards in like consecutive Three series. Yeah. 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 No, they were, they were playing, they were
1: playing ring around the Rosie with their linemen. Switching guards, the tackle, and they were and still and able
0: to beat the Falcons. Yeah, but I mean, I just don't think anybody thought that both of these teams were going to be six and three going into this game.
2: Wait, I thought uh, I thought the Falcons beat the Redskins
1: the last week.
2: Yeah, two weeks ago, I think.
1: Yeah, to th- the the Falcons lost to uh, Falcons lost to the Browns. Oh, excuse me, Browns, I, yep. I'm getting my I'm yep. getting my
0: weeks mixed up. Sorry about that. <laughs>
1: they start blurring together. Yeah, <laughs> don't uh, listen to me. I don't uh, host a sports podcast or anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but the, it is a surprise. I was big on Houston coming into this year. We both were. So six and three is kind of like where I would have liked to have them. Now, the way they did it going 0 oh and 3 and then six in a row is extremely Not ideal. tough, but. That defense is just rolling right now.
2: Yeah, seeing J.J. Watt come back has been great, amazing. I I don't,
1: I don't think most people thought he'd be the same player again. I I didn't understand why everybody was like,
2: oh, the Houston defense has J- Davian Clowney and J.J. Watt, and I was like, dude, J.J. Watt like, no, so he, he comes first. Didn't play last year, like yeah, yeah, exactly. I he, wasn't sure it was gonna come out of him, and I like their secondary too was like a little. A little ske- sketchy but well, yeah, mean, get, they've made it work to, honey, to honey, honey badger honey badger in
1: the in the off season that was big time for them
2: but again he's another guy you know coming off major injury yeah he's a guy that weighs just, 200 pounds yeah he's, you just don't know what you just don't know what his availability is which is be. you know when you have two guys like Watt
1: and uh honey badger that are you know injury prone you you can go either way with that. They've luckily gotten both of them to stay healthy, Yeah. so they're they're hitting um, big right now. Um, so I think all all I think all in all, uh, Houston's going to go in there and get the win. I agree.
2: Yeah, I think uh, I think Houston wins this game by a, a wide margin.
1: Yeah, Washington's just kind of um, unlucky. Yeah, they've played really good football. Um, so it's it's unfortunate that they keep having all these injuries. You can't take that many. Uh, injuries up front um, and to your skilled possessions at the same time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Er- earlier you were talking about, uh, everybody always blames the offensive line yeah i think when you're missing three of five starters in your offensive line yeah and th- adrian peterson is your running back like yeah that's gonna definitely negatively affect your but
0: he's having the year that he's having
1: but th- this is an outlier that's what that's an outlier offensive line for sure is like the things i feel like are valuable in offensive line is game starts game games play right. um, yep um being out there with the group how many years have you been in the nfl how many years you've been with the team um to once once more than one injury starts happening because there's already such a thin amount of talent right it's right. like you're doomed it's just so tough to come back
2: from yeah yeah i think that's uh i think the the redskins are headed for a fall for sure yeah because yeah.
1: they're gonna i think they're gonna end up having to throw the ball and it's just like where where are they going with the ball
2: and uh they're receiving chorus one of the worst it's oh it's very yeah. scarce yeah. And they got Richardson's hurt, so... And Crowder. Yeah, and Jameson Crowder. Yeah,
1: and I think Crowder's going to end up playing, but he's banged up, so. so... Alex Smith is not a guy that can win you games with his arm. He doesn't lose No, he's you. a game manager. He's a guy that doesn't yeah. lose you games, but he doesn't win you games either.
0: So, I'm assuming on Houston's side, the fantasy plays would be Deshaun, DeAndre, Demarius, and Lamar.
1: Well, they're, yeah, they, they have, like... The Houston offense is like a hit. You know what I mean? Right. There's certain offenses where you just play. all you play those guys. guys. They, they have one of those yeah. offenses where they have big stars all the positions, so it's not like there's no committee anywhere. Right. You know what I mean? They have their two receivers, they have their running back, they have their quarterback. Um, they don't they don't use the tight end a ton. Yeah. Um. So. So what yeah, about Washington? Washington, I would stay away from anything with with them on even offense. AP. Yeah, I think he, he's gonna if they have to play behind even if they're not behind and they're running against Houston's defense with a banged up offensive line, it just doesn't look good. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you have, you know, if you have Adrian Peterson, you know, and you need a a flex or whatever, he could be in that position, but I don't know if I'd start him at a running back position.
2: Yeah. I think, uh, I think if anybody in Washington, you know, if he's healthy again, Chris Thompson, um, because, I think what I see happening is just that Houston pass rush is too much for the Washington uh, Redskins replacements line. They got to
1: be they got to be licking their chops right now.
2: Yeah, he's just going to start dinking and dunking to Thompson. That's the, what happened against the Saints.
1: Dude, Chris Thompson is a great fantasy play. I love Chris Thompson. He's <laughs> a he's a, a super strong fantasy play every week. He just does it all. He's their best player. He's like their playmaker. You know yeah, what I mean? he can go out there and and get you a first down. Yeah.
2: Last year was like the first was like finally when like Duke Johnson and Chris Thompson finally did what they were supposed to do every season.
1: Yeah, Duke Johnson, he I like Duke Johnson. He's another player I like. But Chris Thompson for sure, he was like twenty seven years old. Yeah. It wasn't like he was some, you know, first, second year player. <laughs> right. He popped yeah. he popped off and was like, Where the fuck did this come from? You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, uh on the on the spread side of this though.
0: Yeah, what do you what do you have this at?
1: Um, just because they're on the road, I think they they would be a little harder on them. So I got Houston negative three and a half. So I'm Houston get, I'm, minus three. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. so Spot on. There we go. Um, next game we got. Um, I think at the beginning of the year this game would have been circled, but now I, I think it's it's kind of a pass. Uh, number six Pittsburgh traveling to Jacksonville.
0: Yeah this this matchup had had a big like. A- big implications. A- AFC uh, looking at the schedule before started. the before the season started. You thought this was, this game might actually mean something because it's later in the season. Yeah, but I mean Pittsburgh's just been rolling uh, up the mm-hmm. hill and Jacksonville's been rolling down the
1: hill. And now the now the Le'Veon stuff's put to rest. Exactly, wow, it's done. Sure. It's uh, that's only going to help them. Even though I don't think it was a big deal to them. And in, in, no, because in-house. it didn't affect
0: it didn't affect James Conner at all.
1: No, well, and that made it that made it easier for everybody else, but I think now it's just it's just nice to move on. There's nothing like looming. Um so I think they go into Jacksonville and, and whoop up on him. I agree.
2: I think the whole thing uh to, the whole thing last year was uh Ben Rolfesberger is terrible on the road. Yeah. And like I think that's ki- that's kind of gone away this year. Like I think uh, so. Like, I,
1: w- I always think of him as a well-traveling quarterback anyways just because he's like the cold weather he's just experienced he's like, just been he doesn't through it all. Need the home crowd type of shit but he played terrible on the road last year yeah he had some yeah. real stinkers um and he uh, and he's the guy that loses them games i mean yeah. as good as ben roethlisberger is um when they lose it's almost always because of him yeah he's the
0: he's the complete opposite of alex smith he can win you games and he could also lose
2: you games
1: they they probably have the you know they're in the top three, I think, most talented offenses in the league. They they might yeah, be they're the definitely best up there right now. Yeah, I, yeah, sure. the, the, you know, the Rams, the Chiefs, and the Saints are all right there, and then Pittsburgh's, I think, in the same breath. I mean, yeah. Juju, Juju, and Antonio Brown to me—that's me, the perfect compliment. I think it's the best. I think it's the best, uh, the one-two punch in. in the I league. I would I think it's the best
0: one-two receiving core. I'm in the a league. big yeah, Juju fan sure.
1: though. I, I think Juju's special. I think he's a number one receiver. Oh, Um, oh, he'd be a number one anywhere else he is. I actually, I actually, I love figuring out players' doppelgangers as far as like their career doppelganger. And I've, I've, Juju Smith is Reggie Wayne. No, and Antonio Brown is Marvin Harrison. Yeah, he's the number one receiver. He's gonna play a good chunk of years with another number one. That's a good one. And when he leaves, well, it's when he leaves. um, I think Juju will be the guy when Antonio Brown moves on, whether it's free agency or retirement. Juju would be the guy.
0: It was also like uh, Julio Jones and uh Roddy White. Yeah, Roddy White. Yeah, yeah.
1: Similar. Yep. But I think Jones was better than him from the jump.
0: Yeah. I mean that yeah, a little bit different,
1: but but yeah, same, same, but different.
0: <laughs> Thank you, James.
1: Uh, yeah. So but uh in Jacksonville, one of their best players, AJ Bowie, uh is questionable right now. They don't know if he's gonna play. He's gonna be a game time decision. Uh which Where's Jalen Ramsey been? They have He's He's been on Have, the field. He's haven't heard, f- mu- haven't heard on, much from him. Because he's on the field so fucking much. Like, the, this team is three and out, three, <laughs> three and out, three them. and out. He's like, he's always on the field. Jalen
2: yeah. Ramsey made one of the all-time greatest mistakes before Opening his mouth. When he had that whole article where he just shit on every quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. You knew. And I think that's the biggest problem with the Jags' D and why it was almost like a this might not be good enough to last thing is because there's too many young guys on that defense. Like they have Clayus Campbell, but like for the most part, it's a really young defense. It's very similar and it might to be, Seattle's defense at the beginning. It might be too many guys, but also like when Richard Sherman was younger, like he's a smart guy. Like he's a level headed guy. Well,
1: and Jalen Ramsey is a first round draft pick, Whereas Richard Sherman was a sixth round. Right. Yeah. Exactly. There's a different, uh, different mentality. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But,
2: yeah, that uh, that Jags defense, man. They came, they came crashing back down to earth, and I mean, I don't see it getting any any better until yeah.
1: they they need Leonard Fournette to carry the ball. Is he gonna play this week? I mean, he he had a great game last week. Mm-hmm. I don't see why not. He wasn't on the injury uh in the injury list. Okay.
2: I feel like the Steelers are maybe a tough team to run on though. They got some big yeah, bodies they, up yeah, front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, T.J. Watt is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. incredible yeah, yeah they got a to it and hayward as well like the, yep. those guys will those guys will cam hayward
1: gaps. is a is a monster yeah, he's a, beast. Yeah. a human being yeah for sure um
0: who are the who are the fantasy players you got to look out for in this i mean
1: one? you know like pittsburgh is the big names you know so we know yeah. who the, who those guys are we know james connor and juju oh. and and uh what we can't
0: do, we can't say we can't do the triple b's anymore with the pittsburgh steelers
1: no, they got rid of Boswell, huh? No, they got rid of. <laughs> God damn it, gotcha! <laughs> I hate you. Uh, God damn me- it! Remember when they threw him in there that one game never he, when he made Boswell. the game-winning yeah. field goal? Yeah. Um, no, nah, I don't. I don't really know. Like, it's. T- I don't really know where I would go fantasy wise. Like, D. D. Westbrook's a solid play, but like. That's just like very nitpicky, you know? Yeah. Like Jacksonville's offense isn't going to produce shit unless it's Leonard Fournette. Dude, yeah.
2: I was. When Marquise Lee went down, I was so freaking high on Keelan Cole. And it just. He had one game this year, but yeah. it just didn't. And I don't understand because last year. It's
0: because he's got Blake Bortles as his quarterback.
2: But, dude, last year, Bortles was flinging it to Cole. Bla- yeah. Bortles yeah. is
0: trash. He's
2: bad, but. He, he needs a run it, game. He, he, he needs he needs
1: the, the run game to make him look good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so in this game, I think uh, I think on the road, there's the, the betting line. I think they're still going to have uh, give Jacksonville five points. So, I got Pittsburgh negative five. Pittsburgh minus five and a half. There it wow. is. Wow. <laughs> You're doing <laughs> pretty good at this. See, that's, that's what I mean. When the outliers are there, those are the games you bet on, man. <laughs> Me and Corey used to do this all the time. Oh, I know. Um, so the next game we got this is a, this is a weird one. This is more- the last game of the
0: morning. It's the last morning game.
1: Yep, this is a weird one um, because it kind of all lies on an injury. Uh, it's a classic AFC North matchup: Cincinnati going to Baltimore. This is this is a big matchup. Yeah, uh, Flacco with the hip injury. Um, we touched on it a little bit last episode. Um, but who do you guys like? You like RG three or do you like Lamar Jackson if Flacco can't go? I think you got to give it to RG3. I said
0: I said the same thing in the last episode. Uh just to not mess with Lamar Jackson's confidence. If RG3 comes out and has a stinker first three possessions and you put Lamar Jackson in, he's Lamar Jackson's coming in with no pressure at all. He, he the, the game might already be out of hand. So, it it's kind of kind of a double-edged sword.
1: Yeah, no, I mean they they're lucky that they have this uh decision.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think Harbaugh's job is on the line right now. Yeah, no, oh, yeah. for
1: sure it is. That's why, it's, that's why it's a huge decision. I think normally he would go with RG3, but he, now – If he
2: was locked in for a few years, sure, why not go with RG3? Like, that's 100% what you're going do. Yeah, this is, now, this is the year
1: after they win the Super Bowl. But, but, yeah, but you can do whatever you want. But you're
2: right. He's on the hot seat,
1: which is why I think the pressure to start Lamar is there now.
2: Yeah, which I think – I think that'll end up being his decision. Well, and,
1: and go with Lamar. Oof. I think so too. I think which I, I don't think I would do, but I think that's he's going to end up starting Lamar. Um, and but they got I think they have to. Uh, I think he has to because you know Cincinnati's banged up. They have no passing options right now. AJ Green's out. They have two tight ends are out. Um, they're playing CJ Uzuma at tight end. <laughs> Uh, they, they, their number, you know, they're like n- number one receiver right now is John Ross and fastest guy uh, in the combine. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> he's, he's not going to get open though. You know what I mean? He's not going to get himself open. He needs busted coverage.
2: Um, How so, is John Ross not picked by the Raiders? <laughs> I don't think they had the pick.
1: <laughs> they they didn't have the you chance trade to trade up. Him. Yeah. You <laughs> trade
2: exactly. Do another
1: Harry areas dayward Bay. They love the speed out there. Oh yeah. But it's a new it's a new day out there in Oakland. So who do
0: you, who do you have winning this game, Tyler?
1: Um, well, here's the thing. So uh, you know, if Flacco plays, I think Baltimore is definitely getting the win. Um, but if Flacco doesn't play, I think Cincinnati's going to get the win. Yeah, right now,
0: right now I'm going with Flacco's not playing, so I have Cincinnati winning. Um, even if he does play, I still think Cincinnati's going to figure out a way to pull it
1: off. I like I like Baltimore's team, but. Their offense is a bunch of uh, tools, you know, not these, like, big um, stud players that can do it all. They have, you know, four receivers and two running backs. Yeah. And two tight ends. Um, so they need Flacco to dis- distribute the ball, uh, whereas, like, Lamar Jackson is not going to be able to, like, read the defense and get who's open. You know what I mean?
2: I, uh, I originally had Cincy written down, but I might actually take Baltimore. We've talked you into it. Well – here's the thing is like we're t- we're talking about it now i think this is a without aj green this is a terrible matchup for the bengals offense it is and i think andy dalton has showed a propensity yeah for just like when you when you frustrate him when you when you get his head spinning he can't he can't turn back
1: yeah see i have baltimore as my pick right now all um, right i think the 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 is going to change things, but I think ultimately I'm going to ride with Baltimore on this one because of what you said. Um, Cincinnati, Cincinnati's offense is fucking doomed. Since he lost uh, lost Carl Lawson for the year too, right? Uh, I'm not sure. He was. The I I didn't really look at the IRs. I, I looked more at like who is questionable. Yeah,
2: so. I want to say Carl Lawson, who's like one yeah. of their best pass rushers, is out for the year.
1: Are you staying away from any players?
0: like all players from this game
1: well so baltimore i think their receivers like they have a good balanced core um but with a backup quarterback i don't i don't want to go i think alex collins is actually a really good pick this week for sure Mm -hmm. with a backup quarterback a strong run game as long as he does not put the ball on the ground and fumble it which is kind of like he's on the verge of being like an almond green ruin his career because of fumbling like he's a talented back but puts it on the ground um but i like alex collins have a big game and in Cincinnati's, um, I think I think uh, it's just stay away at all. all Even costs. Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon is like you have to start him if he's on your team. Yeah. Um, but like I'm not gonna go out of my way, or if I was doing daily fantasy, I wouldn't take a Joe Mixon. Gotcha.
2: Yeah, I I would say uh, in fantasy the trade deadline is nearing. I would say Tyler Boyd is maybe a guy you can pick up right now before AJ Green comes back. Yeah, Tyler but Boyd's a good play. He, there's gonna be some like. Owner frustration for him until AJ Green comes back. Yeah, but when AJ Green comes back, I think he's gonna start putting up numbers again. And if you can get him for like nothing for yeah, just somebody's yeah. gonna sit on your bench yep. that somebody else is eyeing up. And he's go a huge body, so he's a great red zone target. And yep. you know,
1: like John Ross, John Ross is a deep threat. Th- these guys are good compliments of each other. Uh, but yeah, so uh, right now I put the the line. At Baltimore minus two
0: and a half. Well, West uh, Vegas doesn't have a line for
1: it. Yeah. Quite yet. Yeah, yeah, So just because of the injury, but yeah, that's where I got it right now. It's going to be a close one. AFC North games are always are always physical. Yeah, they're always they're toss always ups. Competitive. Yeah. Um, but I think Baltimore is the better team, even with the quarterback controversy. Um, now moving into the afternoon games, the West Coast games. Uh, we got Oakland, the, the unfortunate, the only team, the worst record in the league right now, uh, traveling to Arizona with an, another abysmal record. Um, this game is going to be pretty much just, it's going to be a snooze fest. It's
2: not, yeah, it's a snooze fest. It's not interesting at all. I think, uh, I think this Raiders team is the worst team worst team I've ever seen. Yeah,
1: that that game two weeks ago. And I'm a Dolphins fan. Yeah. (laughs) When they played the. When they played. When Oakland played the San Francisco 49ers and Nick Mullins in his first start went off. Um, Torched him. This was the. It was the worst performance I'd seen this year. And, you know, Buffalo threw up like a 40 point loss in the first game. You know, there's been some bad performances, but Oakland's thrown up the worst performance, so I cannot pick them to win a game. No.
2: I saw some. some beat reporter for Oakland tweeted uh, that they heard one of the defensive linemen say to one of the defensive linemen after the game uh, in the locker room. He's like, man, I got to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah, I bet. I bet, man. It's, so it's, I think those guys are all kind of just like checked out. Yeah. Jordy
0: Nelson must really be regretting his decision. I mean, he's just getting paid. Yeah, I, I think I, check's, I think check's that, still clear, I guess. Check,
1: I, I don't I don't think Jordy Nelson I, I wanted to think he had a little more left in the tank, but on this team, he's just not going get, to get much going. Nope. They're building for the future. He's 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 stockpiling salary cap. He's stockpiling draft picks, and and he's getting rid of all of his talent. Yeah.
2: He's, I running, actually, he's uh, running it like a Madden franchise. Oh, yeah. I actually uh used to live down the street from John Gruden.
0: <laughs> Wait, really?
2: Yeah, because he was a coach for the Eagles <laughs> when uh, Reed first started there because they had a uh, coach together in Green Bay. So uh I lived in Mount Laurel, New Jersey, which is like twenty minutes outside of Philly. And uh he like lived lived in that neighborhood, like right Damn. down the street. Yeah. That's, That's
1: crazy. crazy. His uh his son's like, like a bodybuilding like so freak.
2: His wife had when they first moved in, his wife had just had that kid. And my sister would babysit for them sometimes. And <laughs> so like <laughs> I saw that kid as on the like, sideline as like a one-year-old. Oh, yeah. And then I saw him on TV last year, and he yeah. looks like GC just principal. Yeah. He <laughs> he's
1: basically stands behind John almost the entire game. Yeah. Um, he's always in camera shots, and he's like their strength. He's one of their strength coaches. He's just like. He's just like, you know, my dad's crazy rich I didn't make as a football player, so I'm going to work the hardest in the weight room. Yeah, watch. Why not? No, he, I mean the dude is fucking huge. He looks like he should be out there, but so I'm um, assuming. I'm assuming. Anyways, we all this this game's gonna be great for Arizona's offense. I was gonna say and I'm assuming a, we all have Arizona winning. It's a great. Yeah. It's gonna be a great game for, for it's, sure. It's a great opportunity for Josh Rosen to have a good game. Chosen Rosen. Yep, he needs. This is a game where he needs to have a good game. It just just for his progression. Um, Larry and David Johnson are gonna do their thing. Um, Jalen, Jared Cook, and Jalen Rashard. Um, Jalen Rashard's like a big-time receiving back. Um, Jared Cook's having the best uh, year of his career. No, I mean he um, took he took the number one job from Amari Cooper, and I, John Gruden shipped Amari off. I think I think uh, Jared Cook and Jalen Rashard are both good uh, fancy plays this week. Okay. Um, w- and obviously David Johnson and Fitz.
2: I think uh, a little sleeper, a little sleeper play might be uh, Christian Kirk. The, for that, the, for the Arizona, Arizona receiver, yeah, the the They've number under, Rosen likes him a lot, and I think you know there's there's nobody on that Raiders defense.
1: The number two spot's completely up for grabs too in Arizona. You know yeah. that like whoever whoever steps up, whoever gets that chemistry with Rosen, um,
0: yeah, they could be the
1: number two. You know, I think turning
0: he, into the number one with Larry most likely yeah. on his way out.
2: Yeah, I think I think with younger quarterbacks, they tend to lean towards more like slot guys. Yeah, so, because yeah, think it's shorter Kirk, plays. Yeah, well, the, shorter and,
1: routes. Well, and the you know the theory with like you know you always say the tight end is like the quarterback's best. Yeah, And yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, they just say you know with slot receivers too and running backs it's the closest person to the quarterback. Right. I mean, just the plain logistics. Like that's the closest person. You just yeah. I'm in trouble. Where do I go? You know.
2: This will this will be a good game to see uh, if Ricky Seals Jones is ever going to be fantasy relevant. I don't think. No. I, I've, no, I've never been. Won't. I, I'm not
1: a, not a fan. I think he had one of those weird weeks last year where he had like – he,
2: like, he had like three weeks where he was good and then – Yeah, like I, I think he's a
1: flash in the pan. Tight end is a tough spot. Oh, it's it's like I Will hate, Disley. I, I yeah, hate tight yeah. ends I in fantasy. Tight end to me is if you get eight points, you won. Like if, I think
0: if yeah. you get six points from it, your tight it, end, you won. If you, you can won. get
2: eight points, that's like a tight end won. You well, know what I mean? Ever, so in the Blue Dog League, everybody laughed at me because I picked Zach Ertz in the third round. Yeah. But Zach Ertz is like 20-plus points a game. Yeah. yeah.
1: When you can get one of those really good high-volume receiving tight ends um, in fantasy, that's that's it. They're, they're just like running backs. Like Once your pass is top six, it's a huge drop-off. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I got Arizona win this game, and I think the spread's going to be pretty generous in their favor. What do you think uh, it is? I got a, a negative six and a half arizona minus four okay so a little closer than i thought but what does vegas know uh <laughs> vegas always wins so uh, i think they know a lot the sure. uh the next $1 billion dollars th- baby yeah they're lucky the the vegas knights didn't win that would have been their worst day oh in history. god oh, um uh, next game we got an afc west matchup we got the denver broncos traveling to the los angeles chargers um to me, this game is a trap game for the Chargers. Hundred percent a trap because game because Denver has a really good defense. Um, I I do think that the Chargers defense against the Denver offense is going to end up winning them the game um, because I think the Chargers Chargers on offense and Denver on defense is going to be a great matchup. That's going to be a battle. Yeah. Um, I mean, when you when you get uh, a matchup of
0: Philip Rivers and all all the offensive weapons that the Chargers have. Versus the defense led by Vaughn Miller and then having a draft pick uh, like Chubb uh, to help him out. It's it's unreal.
2: Yeah. Yep. I mean, they I feel like they should they should have been killing it all year long. But this offense is just like the offense is trash toxic it's been toxic for them. such a good defense
1: John Elway is not like the quarterback whisperer and unfortunately I think his him just puts too much pressure on that quarterback position it's never worked since he's been there well um other than Peyton Manning and Peyton Manning already had you know put his legend yeah Peyton Peyton Manning Manning is his own quarterback whisperer (laughs) yeah exactly so it's just like I think John Elway has completely mismanaged the offense But on the other hand, the defense is amazing. Yeah. I think he's really got a great – they've built a great defense there. Um, Unfortunately, their middle linebacker, Brandon Marshall, is questionable this week. So, that's going to be a tough loss if he can't play. They're great on the edge, but if Melvin Gordon can just, like, run freely, Chargers are going to get an easy win. I got a big spread on this one, too. What do you have it at? I think I got Chargers negative six and a half. Chargers minus seven. They got another full touchdown. Yeah. That's – even though, like I said, I think it's a trap game. Um, this is a game that, like, I could definitely look after after the game's over. Be like, "Fuck," you know? Yeah, no. I think, I, I mean, I think this is definitely a trap
0: game for the Chargers because Denver is coming in at three and six. But I think with this Chargers team, I think Philip Rivers. He's been around the block a bunch of times. Um, this what this receiving core has been able to do. How Melvin Gordon has been able to take that next step and become a premier running back in this league. Uh, and then the defense, to be able to do this without Joey Bosa, it, it's been incredible. They and have
2: such a good D. I think
0: yeah. I called it I called it at the beginning of the season. I, I think Derwin James is going to be rookie defensive player of the year. Oh, yeah. He, he's been stellar. And uh,
2: they're also doing it without uh, Jason Verrett again. Yeah. And, like, honestly, before the season, I was like, the Chargers this season in fantasy, their defense is going to be what Jacksonville's defense was last year. No, that's that's a great comparison, and they haven't they haven't really that's been fine. that. But I think without Bosa, it's, that's that's exactly. You, it's
1: just funny you said that because Gus Bradley uh, was the head coach of the Jags, uh, and yeah. now he's their defensive coordinator for yep. sure. That Seahawks defense still uh, looming around the league. Oh God,
2: but yeah, I just I Denver for me is just like I I think that they had a little bit of hope when they were possibly talking about maybe just throwing Chad Kelly in there. God, yeah. yeah. I'm so glad you brought up Chad Kelly. And then that whole thing happened, and it was like, it's just like, shit, Well, that didn't work. Yeah. Now we don't even have a glimmer of hope for this season. Dude, now that you threw Chad Kelly's name in the book, Corey will finally listen
1: to the episode. Yeah, he will. If I tell him there's a Chad Kelly reference, we're (laughs) big Chad Kelly household, man. Oh, yeah. (laughs) When he was drafted and sleeping on the couch, like when they flashed to his case he was asleep,
0: he, he's got the hat trick. He got kicked off his high school team. He got kicked off a college team. He got kicked off an NFL team. I re- I really thought like he early, early in the juice. season. Cause
2: a lot of people were talking about him. They were like, you know, like he looked in the preseason. He well, they thought practice. John Elway was going to be able to turn him around. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he was basically it, the only one to give him a shot. Yeah, I, exactly. He was the last pick in the draft. I could have seen him having like a Nick Mullins moment this season. Yeah, where he like maybe comes in and just helps them win a oh, game he, unexpectedly. He could, been, he could have been a flash in the pan. Yeah, but uh, as Tyler that, likes to say, that's gone. Water was thrown <laughs> yeah, in the pan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what? <laughs> done. <It's> done.
1: <laughs> um, Definitely got, not oil going no, into that pan. No, I loved Chad Kelly. Sar- sorry to old Corey guys, Golob. <laughs> I loved Chad Kelly at Ole Miss, and then when they came out with that TV show too, he was such a badass on oh, it. Right. Yeah. What's that junior college TV show? Last chance, of you? Yeah, he was the last chance you guy. Yeah, well, I think he went to the same school. I don't think he was on the show. No, but yeah, he went to that school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, I got I got the Chargers winning. Yeah. So do
2: I. Yeah, me too. Um.
1: Next, next. This is another big time matchup. Uh. NFC matchup. We got the Philadelphia Eagles traveling to New Orleans, the number one ranked New Orleans Saints at eight and one. Um. You said the Chargers were at four, right? what's up when chargers talk- yep okay um so yeah uh philly traveling to new orleans i think this is just <laughs> they're doomed you know they're blind yeah. i think one of the hot the hottest They're running teams. into a tra-
2: uh, train yeah they're walking the green mile
1: yeah <laughs> yeah they are no I, and i had i had uh like i say saints that's my team that was my team to win the most games this year yeah oh, they're eight and one I,
2: yeah i think uh this is just a horrible spot for the eagles to be in especially with uh ronald darby going out with the acl this so,
1: week ron so on this week on this week's uh injury report out not a questionable out they have ronald darby cornerback Sidney jones and cornerback jalen mills oh yeah forgot so jones got hurt, michael thomas is having a field day jalen so, mills jalen so, mills is
2: one of the worst cbs in the league right now probably and so
1: they're going in there uh down three defensive backs um this is yeah, this is gonna be a bad one. I think this this is the uh, this is the biggest spread I had of the week. Well, it's the biggest spread Vegas has as well. All right, perfect. But oh. yeah, I mean, I just like I mean, like we said, they're just, New Orleans gonna go in there and throw up forty points probably. <laughs> what do you have the What would you put the line at? I had it at negative nine, minus eight. Yeah, it's it's Ooh. it's gonna be it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a bad one. Yeah. Um, the fantasy players obviously New Orleans are are all their guys. Are Everybody. Must. Must starts. You have to start. Um, I think Alshon Jeffries is going to be a great play. Golden Tate. He's going to be getting the ball. I, I,
2: I, I'm hesitant on Golden right now. Yeah, you got to see his usage more, I think. You gotta he didn't know, get much usage in the first game. You got to know how to use a player like him. I think everybody was, like, uh, dumping Aguilar when Tate got there. I think it's going to improve Aguilar's fantasy usage. Interesting. Well,
1: they play different
2: positions. I mean, Aguilar is an outside receiver. But they've been playing him in the slot. Yeah, because he's so thought, fast. Yeah, but yeah. it really wasn't working for him. That's why. That's why
1: I think you're right. I mean, I think if you can get Golden Tate on the slot and Alshon and, and um, Aguilar and, and Jordan Matthews are all on the outside, that's that's better for them.
2: Because the problem there is whoever's in the slot and Philly, they're going to automatically be competing with Zach Ertz. Yeah, for yeah. targets and
1: no, it's a great point. Carson Wait.
2: Wentz loves him.
1: Well, ho- hopefully, you know, if if Philly could turn that into a Wes Welker uh, Gronk scenario, that'd be awesome. That that'd be exactly what Philly needs. You get that slot that if, but oh, you know, yeah. if, if Zach if Zach can get up the field and Golden take and get underneath them, that'd be a deadly combo. Yeah, but, actually, but he needs time with wins.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think uh, actually somebody I would probably sit this week is maybe Mark Ingram.
1: Interesting. On the Interesting.
2: I the. I think Kamara is gonna do crazy things against the Eagles. I just think the Eagles' defense matches up well against the type of back that Mark Ingram
1: is. Do you, you don't think that when they're trying to sit, if New Orleans has a lead and they're trying to sit on it, uh, you don't think Mark Ingram's the guy they're gonna hand it to? Yeah, I would think that Mark Ingram would get all those touches.
2: I think he'll, I think he'll get some volume, but the it's Eagles, the, the Eagles are a tough team to run on. Yeah, expe- yeah, especially no, if you are not a got, dynamic runner.
0: Listen. Philly's front four or front line, whatever, it's, good, it's it's good incredible. As, it's yeah. as good as anybody's. Yeah, I mean Lane Johnson, Martellus or Marce- uh excuse me, Michael Bennett. Yeah, Michael Bennett, Bennett. Yep. Michael um, Bennett. Chris Long, Chris Long.
1: Yeah, I mean all those guys, they're they're studs. Um, so yeah, I mean it's gonna that's it's gonna be an interesting one. We'll see how many points uh, New Orleans can throw out. We, we
2: actually uh, would be interested to see if uh, if the Saints just go up huge. Uh, if they just throw Taysom Hill in there play quarterback? Teddy, with Teddy Bridgewater and maybe just do some weird stuff at the end of the <laughs> game just to I, see how it works.
1: I love what they've done with Taysom Hill. Like, oh, it's
2: so awesome.
1: I wish that I was that guy. Like, that's the football player I wanted to be. You know what I mean? I always yeah. – I love the idea of, like, playing multiple positions, doing different stuff, yeah. um, getting in in all these little weird packages. He's, he's a great football player.
2: Oh, it's been uh, – Taysom Hill is, like – it's kind of like – one of those things college coming to the nfl yeah and yeah. you rarely see it but i i think it's so awesome
1: dude um i i don't remember if it was uh oklahoma or what school it was when i was watching a college football game and they don't even have backup quarterbacks they have what they call quarterbacks in waiting <laughs> and they're playing receiver Jeez. yeah it's crazy. I mean, that is that's the future. You know what I mean? And it, it just adds a whole other dynamic where you don't know what they're gonna do. It's like Ryan Tannehill. Like, <laughs> and, and having him having him on like punt. You know, as like the up guy on the punt and all these weird formations. Yeah. Um, he's always a threat. They just they use him in so many different
0: ways. It's it's crazy.
1: Um, and then moving on to the Sunday night football game, um, we got the number seven Minnesota Vikings traveling to Chicago, uh, winner it's in a winner. Take the NFC North game. Yeah.
0: Big NFC North divisional matchup. Um,
1: Stefan Diggs is questionable. I don't think they need him to win though. Um, I think, I think that Minnesota is going to, they, they were extremely like frustrated with the one two and one start, very and they've completely like i think they're motivated and they're playing good right now um and they're gonna go into soldier field and and beat wait is it still soldier field do they do they tear that bitch down no i think it's i think i was like for some reason i was like wait do they tear that one down uh i think i think minnesota is gonna win no oh, i got minnesota coming in and dominating because Chicago's good, you know what I mean. I think this is a game that Minnesota is trying to make a statement on, like we're, we're yeah, exactly. Save, you know,
2: I got Minnesota too, but I think it. I think it'll be a close one.
1: Chicago's going to be hyped. I just think oh, this this is the
0: biggest game Chicago's played all year.
2: I think Trubisky is like his confidence is at an all time high right now. With the way he's been playing. Yeah, he showed I don't great think, flashes. I don't think he's gonna have that success against this Vikings defense. Yeah.
0: No, this Vikings defense is scary.
2: And again, uh, similar to the like Ingram Eagles front uh argument, I think Jordan Howard versus yeah. the Vikings front not gonna work out is not gonna well. work. Tariq Cohen might might be able to break a play or something I th- like that. I think that. Tariq
1: Cohen's always a good fancy play because of his ability to be in the passing downs. Yeah. You know, and so it's like if they're if they're down and they're throwing it, then he's in there getting catches. If they're up, he still mixes it in a little bit with the run game.
2: Yeah, but he's never gonna get you like consistent numbers. No, know? no,
1: because he's uh he he's a guy that's getting like ten touches. Right. But like his ten touches can get you two touchdowns because he's so talented. He's yep. an eyeball test for, for me. Like hundred percent. When 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 I watch him play, I'm super impressed, but it's not like his numbers are already always like eye popping. Um but, yeah, I, I, I think Minnesota's just a better football team, even though Chicago's having a great season, playing way better than anybody thought. Um, yeah. I uh, Hey, I
0: picked I picked Chicago's coach to win Coach of the Year. I'm just pointing that out.
2: Yeah, that actually – that's a that's a pretty good call, actually, right there. Right, right now it is, for sure. If they make the playoffs, 100%. Yeah,
1: I'm just saying. They they should have been – they, they were supposed to be a bottom 10.
0: 100%. Yeah, oh, before Khalil Mack got there, they weren't supposed to be anything this year.
2: They uh, had like a sneaky okay defense, but then Khalil Mack just like Took, it to, the next yeah, level. took it to the next to, level. To
1: me it's it's the Zach, it's the Leonard Fournette last year. Yeah. One player came in and just changed everything about a team.
2: I just worry about that, uh the Chicago secondary. If if Diggs plays Yeah, um, oh they're they're in for having to play him and Thielen.
1: I think Diggs is gonna play, um, but they shouldn't. Just because of the, the magnitude of the game. Yeah, I think he he might have been more of a like a questionable call, but I think he'll end up playing just because how big the game is. I think if this
0: is week four or
1: five, but he's not playing. I got Minnesota negative three, so I'm giving Chicago three points. Well, they have Chicago favored minus three. Okay, so they they like Chicago winning winning the home game. They're, that giving, makes they're, sense. Gi- they're
0: giving them the home field advantage with the field goal.
1: Yeah, the home the home field uh, definitely plays hard in Vegas. Yeah. Um, and then the the last matchup, I guess the matchup, the matchup um, number, number three, Kansas City traveling to Los Angeles to play the number two Rams on Monday Night Football.
0: And the biggest news of it all is this game was supposed to be played in Mexico City. It will now be played at the Los Angeles Coliseum. Uh, yeah, the that, stadium.
1: This is, this is a win for the NFL to make this happen.
0: Yeah, well, the stadium in Mexico, it was deemed the field was unfit to be played on. Did you, did you
2: on. see it? Yeah. It was bad. <laughs> I mean, my God, it looks like they had motocross in there. That's the what I mean. Before. Did they
1: just have like a youth soccer tournament there the night it, before? Yeah. Like, do they have games going all fucking weekend? Like, so,
0: I mean, basically. You the hell? Players, players came out and said they were going to sit out the game if the game was played in Mexico yeah. to basically force the NFL's hand to move it to L.A., I think this is a huge, huge advantage for the Rams.
1: Yeah, it changes everything, honestly, because um, there was no home team. I thought it was more of a you know, a matchup straight up, but now LA being at home makes it tough. Yeah. I just
2: like how dumb are these these London games and these Mexico City games. Like, I think why? they're stupid. It's so because
1: idiotic. the it's the the reason why I don't like it is because the game's not gonna the game's not gonna turn into a worldwide game. Like, when they did it with basketball, and they oh Oh, basketball's uh, completely different. Like, you can play with... Like, you just need a ball, you know what I mean? Like, football, you need equipment, and and 22 players, and all this shit. Like, no one else in the world plays football. Um, I don't think it's, like, really... It's all... It's just a money play to get... For sure. To
2: expose another market. Oh, they do play football, but it's a completely different (laughs) sport. (laughs) It's, it's It's just, like... Like, you're trying to, like... That's, like, being, like... Hey, uh, we're going to remake Star Wars, but uh, it's just going to be completely... Uh, different characters and not yeah. in outer space yeah. and uh, no lightsabers entirely. Yeah, it's actually a drama about a man <laughs> lost at sea. <laughs> it's like, no, it's god.
1: See, that's it, That in its point, it's like there's no room for growth for the sport of football <laughs> yeah. because there already is a sport of football and it's the most popular <laughs> sport in the world.
2: Yeah, it's the it's only not popular here, <laughs> yeah, because it's dumb. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> so we got Kansas City traveling to the Coliseum To play the to the Rams um, I'm going with my boys from Kansas City Get the fuck out of here get no, Man, hey Los Angeles didn't look great against the Seahawks oh. The Seahawks are not the Kansas City Chiefs And uh, I think the Kansas City Chiefs offense Is just too much in the middle of the field For Los Angeles And the only teams that pose a threat to Los Angeles Is the high octane offenses like my man said earlier.
2: Yeah, I uh, you're going to hate this. I also have Kansas City. Um, but, I mean, the, thi- the thing for I'm me. I'm all alone,
1: guys. I'm all
0: alone.
2: The thing for me is just, uh, you know, like, golf right now is on fire. Pat Mahomes is on fire. Todd Gurley is on fire. Kareem Hunt is on fire. And, for me, it's just, like, it's going to come down to, like, one or two plays. Oh th- no! This game is going to be very. I, ha- close. I
1: got a tight spread on this, even though it's going to be. You know, odds are there's going to be a lot of points scored, so having a tight spread is.
0: Yeah, no, it's going to be a high-scoring game. Um, I think. I think what ultimately is going to happen is, I think, LA's front defensive line with Ndamukong Sioux, Aaron Donald, Michael Brockers, and now Dante Fowler, who came up with the huge fumble. Uh, against seattle to basically save the game uh i think they're gonna get to patrick mahomes and it's it's gonna be too much for him to handle Yeah, he
2: really hasn't been sacked this year much yeah
0: and going just literally being under center in the shotgun position looking across the line of scrimmage at aaron donald and adamican sue you got to be a deer in the
1: headlights right they're gonna work the middle of the field i think kelsey and Tyreek Hill and and kareem uh,
2: i'm waiting uh this didn't happen when Cup was out earlier in the year, and now that he's out for the year.
1: Yeah, that's that's going to be a huge
0: blow
2: for LA. I'm wondering if Sean McVay does something just like – because everybody's like, oh, uh, Josh Reynolds is going to step in. But, like, is it going to be Josh Reynolds or Gerald Everett that Goffs yeah. has thrown to? But why not Why not play, like, Gurley in the slot? Yeah. Well, I mean, or, he, he, and bring in Malcolm Brown and play him I a little think, bit. I
0: think Gurley is a better – receiving back out of the backfield more than the slot um i think josh reynolds is going to get involved in the game obviously you got the two tight end combination of gerald everett and tyler higby uh brandon cooks and robert woods they've been stepping up all year they're like i said in the last episode they're seventh and ninth uh in receiving yards respectively uh in the nfl uh they still have this high powered offense uh even with cooper cup going down it's a it's it's a it's a big loss, but. I think we have the right players, and I think everybody's bought into the system uh, of their everybody's all in this year, and I, I think' they're gonna, f- they're gonna get it done. Um, they're gonna go on to 10 and one. Uh, I think the coolest part uh, about this game moving back to LA is the Rams are donating thousands, and I mean thousands of tickets to first responders and people affected by the fires uh, and the shooting in Thousand Oaks. Uh, so that's great that the Rams are doing that and have the opportunity to do that for these people, uh, because the game is now in Los Angeles. Uh, so I think that's awesome.
2: Yeah, I read that. That's incredible. Yeah, you love you love to yeah. s- be able to see the game give back to the people who make it what it is. Hundred percent. And those are the people in the stands. No, you know? <laughs> no, that, <laughs> no. You're, you're right. Hundred percent right. That's, yeah. that's, it football. Rare. Football is so popular. It means because li- of all the people out there watching it every single Sunday. Because it's because it's our sport, right? Yeah. You know, yeah. it goes
1: back to the the so- you know the soccer thing. It's just like this is our thing. Like no one else does it. There's a weird lore around it. Everyone, you know, the whole like youth football thing too. Yeah, it's just like it's a huge sport. Um, I was gonna say I was I was looking up the number because I, I was I was almost positive, but uh, the Rams um, with like who you think is gonna fill in cup spot. I think it's going to be receiver, um, and the only reason why I think is ninety eight percent of their plays are ran from the same formation. Yeah, yeah eleven is, personnel. Yeah, yep. three three wide receivers set ninety eight percent. I'm looking at the the rest of the league, and they are by far number oh. one. I mean, yeah. obviously ninety eight percent. But I mean, if you had those um, three
2: receivers, why would you not? You know, well, <laughs> yeah, for but sure. that, but but
1: it's like what's well, so. You know, do you change your entire play, you know, 98% of your plays, you, you know, do you change your playbook because of one player or do you run the same plays you were running and just hope that you can get some production?
2: I think yeah. you keep running them. But what I just wonder about is where golf eyes are at, because if he doesn't have a rapport with uh, Reynolds, yeah. you know, like, yeah. well, it'll, hopefully it'll be they, interesting to see what that yeah. means for, uh, yeah. For Everett and Higby. Yep. I, th-
1: I think Bob Woods is, like, the one that's going to get the big boost. I love yeah. Robert Woods, man. Just because, like I, I said earlier, Brandon Cooks is a guy that breaks coverage. He's not n- not necessarily a guy that's going to get open for you. So he's not a guy that you're, like, looking for. He's the guy that, like, when you see the defenses set right, he's going to beat him. Um, so I think Bob Woods is going to have a huge, like, surge in production with yeah. Cooper Cup. Um, but I, my spread was uh, the Rams negative three and a half
0: uh so this i i checked the line yesterday before the game was moved oh, okay. uh from yeah, mexico so to la uh so yesterday vegas had it at la minus two and a half
1: yeah i i think the rams are probably going to be so, favored yeah
0: you know? i think the, i think but it's going to be tight i think i think the line moves a little bit
1: more so uh, so it was at two and a half
0: it was at two and a half i'm I'd be interested to see if it's now maybe three and a half, maybe even four and a half. Yes. Because of the home field advantage. I had three and a half
1: knowing that it was in LA.
0: Interesting.
1: Interesting so I love,
2: I love calling robert woods bob woods yeah sounds I, like a chemistry teacher yeah <laughs> I, I i always
1: yeah i don't know why or when i started saying that but yeah i always call him bob Woods. well guess
2: what i'm right I'm, I'm jumping <laughs> you're on, on, board. You're
1: on yeah bobby woods bob woods wagon get it
0: yeah so uh before before we wrap this up the teams that are all on by this week are the buffalo bills the cleveland browns the san francisco 49ers the miami dolphins the new york jets and then the number five team in the power rankings, the New England Patriots. Yep. Uh, we made it through a whole episode without talking about the Patriots. Yep. Yep.
2: Yep.
1: Yeah. That's
0: so. Let's end it on that. There we Actually,
2: go. Actually, we did. We did talk about uh, Belichick's uh, younger brothers beating yeah. up on him. Yeah. Well, I, no. That. But we, that was ancillary. Exactly. We didn't
1: talk about the Patriots <laughs> in a good light. It makes sense mm. to talk about them through their extensions in the other the rest of the league. Exactly. So with that, that wraps up this episode of the TSK
0: show. Don't forget you can find us at TSK show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. If you want to find myself or Tyler on Twitter, be sure to follow us at the Duke of sports and at Tyler's underscore world underscore. Eric, you want to shout out your social medias again? One more time.
2: Yeah, I got a uh, Twitter is at Eric Walsingham. My, uh, my name there is Rory Trillmore. So don't, don't turn back <laughs> if, you, if you look me up. <laughs> and then on uh, Instagram, I'm Eric looking trill.
0: Yeah, always got to keep it trill.
2: I also, um, I have a, uh, I do stand up comedy. Oh. And I have a uh, headlining show. At oh, where's the, that at? At the Federal in North Hollywood on November 21st. Oh, very nice. Yeah. We know so. we know
0: the Federal. We do know the Federal.
2: Yeah. So uh, should be a good time. Yeah. All right. Federal Thursday night, no ho. Wednesday night. Wednesday it's night, night before Thanksgiving. Oh, perfect. So So if you're out out having some cocktails, yeah, Yeah. come
1: through. All right. Well, (laughs) you know you're going to get good hangover food the next morning.
0: Definitely. Oh, yeah. So all of our TSK Show content can be found on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. Just type in keyword TSK Show in the search bar. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us as well. We are also now on Anchor. Just go to anchor.fm slash TSK Show or download the Anchor app for your iPhone or Android. We appreciate you all so much for listening. Stay tuned for the next episode of the TSK Show. Peace.
3: Later.